everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the Solitary Healing Witch podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the god Thor. So every once in a while, I'm going to squeeze in an episode about a god or goddess in between what I am working on for you guys. So previously, as I mentioned, I'm starting to get into herbology and, you know, like natural healing and this is a big project I'm working on. So before I make an episode for you guys, I want to really make sure that I have done a lot of my research and practice before I let you guys know what's going on with everything. Now with so many different video games, shows, or movies, we all get this different image of Thor. And a lot of us think of Marvel. Marvel portrays Thor as this blonde hunk. So when people think of Thor, they think of Chris Hemsworth. You believe Loki is his brother, Hela is his sister, and Sif is just a friend who fights along Thor. This is not the case at all if you read into the mythology. So it is believed Thor actually has red hair. Uh, Loki is a blood brother to Odin, and they adopted each other into each other's family. Hel is Loki's daughter, and Sif is Thor's wife. There are so many different stories to go into more detail, but I'm not going to get into all of that today. So when you try to look Thor up on the internet, you get a lot of different information. But if you're looking up in Norse mythology Thor, you will find that he is a hammer-wielding god associated with lightning, thunder, storms, sacred groves and trees, strength, protection of mankind, also what we know as Midgard, hollowing, and fertility. And a lot of us pagans associate him with the hearth and being a good husband. Thor is a son to Odin, and his mother is Jord. Jord is known as Earth and also a goddess. His stepmom is Frigg, his wife is Sif, and Thor has a lot of half-siblings since Odin had a lot of children. And when we get into the other stories, we learn that Thor also has some children. We hear of Modi and Magni, which are also known to be translated to Wrath and Mighty, and has a daughter, Thrud. And I'm sorry if I am pronouncing some of these words wrong, and I know I'm going to probably pronounce a lot more after this, because I do have a hard time with pronouncing some of these. A big symbol of Thor's power is Mjolnir. Now, Mjolnir is translated to lightning. It is his hammer, and it was forged by the dwarven blacksmith in, I believe, Svartlheim. Probably said that wrong. And it helps him fight the giants. And a lot of us Norse pagans wear Mjolnir on a necklace, or you'll see symbols of it. Thor also has a magic belt that when he tightens it up, it doubles his strength. And I believe that's called Megingjord. Uh, correct me if I said it wrong. And he also has magic gloves, which are also known as iron grippers or gauntlets. And they help him yield Mjolnir. And these, I believe, are card uh, yarn griper. And we all know that during the winter, Thor goes and he fights the ice giants, also known as Jotun, during this time. So as we get into the spring and we start to get that spring rain and thunderstorms, this is when a lot of us believe that we feel Thor's presence a lot more. 
Now, when you try to Google Thor, you get a lot of different information. Um, a lot of times you get the Marvel Thor, and then you also get the God of War Thor. So you want to make sure you specify Norse mythology. But if you do get books and do a lot of reading, there are a lot of different stories that you will find. Now, you just have to remember that a lot of these books have Christian influences, so take some things with a grain of salt. But you'll find many tales of Thor in the Poetic and the Prose Edda, and there's also books on Norse mythology, so those are always fun to read, and you can get some more information off of him. Um, but there's, there's many tales, and I feel like those are a lot funner and a lot better to read to learn about him than to try to find everything on the internet because you are going to find so many different people's opinions and a lot of mixed information especially that that's mixed in with video games and movies so I would always choose to stick to the books for this. One story we find in the Poetic Edda again sorry for my pronunciation but I believe it's Harbor Sloth it's the taunting of Thor by Odin, and Odin is disguised as a ferryman and taunts Thor, and they go back and forth. Another very popular one, which I'm telling you I'm going to pronounce it wrong, is Thrymskvitha, the theft of Mjolnir. And this is the one where Loki helps Thor get Mjolnir back, but Thor has to disguise himself as Freya and this is the story of him wearing a wedding dress so this is always a very uh, popular and this is a very fun read as well. And there's so many other stories in between and the more you read the more you'll learn about him you'll learn about his goats that pull his chariot that you know he will eat when he doesn't have any food and then they'll resurrect the next day and there's you know, the stories of him going to go get the cauldron. There's just so many tales, and I don't want to get into all of them right now. But if you guys are interested, I would definitely recommend reading them. I'm going to let the quick ad play real quick. You guys might be able to just skip through it since you've probably heard it a lot. But again, this is how I try to help support the podcast. And then after the ad, I'm just going to go into my connection with Thor, and how you guys can try to connect with him as well. Now, as a kid, I always loved those summer thunderstorms with the rain and the lightning and the thunder booming, and I always wanted the power to go out for some reason because I just wanted to sit there and, like, listen to the storm and feel the storm. And a lot of times I wanted to go run outside in the rain, but if the lightning was pretty close, I had to stay inside. And my birthday is in the summer, so every time, like right around my birthday, sometimes it would be the day of or the day before, we would always have these really, really big lightning storms. And it always made me happy because it felt like it was a present for me. But when I was younger, I didn't think of where it came from or who it came from. And... When you're a kid, a lot of times your parents will tell you stories so that way you're not so afraid of things. And I remember my cousins and I being told when there was really loud thunder that it was God bowling and that he hit a strike. But I just thought it was a silly story because we did not have a religious household. 
And then as I got older and I started getting into paganism, then that's when I realized that it's Thor. And now when I hear the, you know, hear the thunder cracking and the lightning, I think of him and I feel like, you know, he's with us. He's here protecting Midgard. And last summer, I think, it was raining. And my kids and I, we went and danced out in the rain. And there was this huge crack of lightning right above us. And you could feel the thunder rolling. And then it just instantly started downpouring. Like all this rain, huge drops just all of a sudden dropped. And it was so much fun. And the girls and I, you know, we ran around and we played in the rain and then we're like, okay, time to go inside. Greenhouse is made out of metal, not a good idea to be near it. And we went in the house. But the feeling, like, I I can't describe it, but if you felt it, you know. You know what it's like when that big storm rolls in. And uh, other ways I connect, I wear my Mjolnir every single day. And then when I go to bed, I have my little altar set up on the side of my bed and I will place my Mjolnir on top of my altar. Other than that, that's the only two other places it will ever be. You will find a lot of different ways that people will leave him offerings. Some people say that he likes beer, others say he likes black coffee, but you do what you feel is right and what makes you feel like you connect more. Now you guys can try to connect with him in any way that you feel is right for you. You know, reading stories or telling them out loud or, you know, sitting outside in the thunderstorm, watching the lightning, uh, making an offering. It's all up to you. And to end this, I'm just going to read a couple sections uh, that mention Thor in the Poetic Edda. And then I will leave it off uh, in the episode there. Now in the Poetic Edda, there is an introduction and it tells you some about the gods. So I'm going to read the paragraph on Thor. The god of Thor is the son of Earth, personified as a goddess, and Odin, and by far the most popular of the Norse gods. Where Odin is unpredictable, snobbish, and even treacherous, Thor is a hero of the common man, usually hard at work, killing giants with his hammer Mjolnir. In the pages of the Poetic Edda, his popularity can be seen both in the ways he is depicted respectfully and seriously. At the end of Locusenum, when it is only Thor's threats that scare Loki, and with tongue-in-cheek, as in the humiliation he suffers from when he has to dress like a bride in Thramskvida. Then in the Voluspa, which is the prophecy of Ragnarok, Thor is brought up a couple times before we are told about his death. One line reads, Thor alone was in the mood to fight. He does not take it lightly when he hears of such things, broken promises, broken oaths and vows, such false speech as even the gods had uttered. The next part about Thor reads, Then Thor comes, Earth's son, Odin's son, to fight the Midgard serpent. The protector of Midgard will kill that serpent in his rage. But all humankind will die out of the world when Thor falls, after only nine steps, struck down by the venom of the honorless serpent.
And that, is, again, is from the prophecy of Ragnarok. And a lot of us have our own opinions and arguments on whether Ragnarok has already happened, if it is going to happen, or if it is just a cycle that repeats itself. So it happens and then, you know, we just go in this big circle. So a lot of people have their different opinions. I'm still kind of torn between mine, but... Um, there's just a little information for you guys on Thor, and there's plenty more out there if you decide that this is a god that you guys want to learn more about. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and there will be more on different gods and goddesses to come.